Good morning. It's time for today's message from the Flora Assembly of God at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. The Flora Assembly of God has Sunday school this morning at 930. Sunday morning worship begins at 1030, including a children's service. And join them for Wednesday evening Bible study at 7 p.m. Now, here is today's message from God's Word. Good morning. It's uh, the... Lord, it's a day the Lord hath made, and uh, I'm trying to think of something else to come on with all the time. I always tell you this is the day the Lord hath made, which it is. Sometimes we just don't allow him to guide us and lead us in that day. But we're going to talk today about righteousness, and we're going to go to Psalms, the 119th chapter, and verses 1 through 3. It says, Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are they who keep his testimonies and who seek him with the whole heart. They are also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. So it says, you know, God forgave us all of our sins and made us to be the righteous of God in Christ. Um, the, it talks about in Second Corinthians. Let me see if I have that. It says... 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter, verse 21, For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteous of God in him. Jesus took that sin upon him that knew no sin. He had never sinned. And he took that sin upon himself so that we could be able to, to be righteous in, in him. So, you know, the righteous, the righteous man, well, what does it, that mean? Well, it, righteous means to right standing with God, to be in, in tune with God, to be walking in God. is based not on our works, but it's on our faith. There are no good works which I did or you did to make us worthy to receive this righteousness. God declared us righteous on the basis of his mercy and grace, when we put faith in the, his crucifixion and, and in, in his son, you got to realize that. You know, we, weren't, we would never have been made righteous if it hadn't have been for Jesus dying on that cross for us. Every believer is righteous on the inside because he has become a partaker of God's divine, divine nature. Well, it's something to where we are partakers when we allow God to be in our life and to guide us and direct us. Okay, for Second Peter, we're going to go to Second Peter chapter 1, verse 4. 
whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So we are we have been able to ex- escaped all the, the junk of the world, all the sins of the world, when we allow Christ to be living within us. Righteousness is infused into the very being of every Christian. This is why we can come boldly before God, before the throne, and talk to God. This is why we can have the ability, the, the, the presence of His Spirit. You know, so many times we don't realize God's with us at all times. He's the one that took all of that sin upon him so that we might have eternal life with him. We're going to go to 1 John 3, chapter 3, and it says, verse 1, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knows us not because it knew him not. So we're not of this old world. We're not of this world when we accept Jesus as our personal Savior. We are, we are supposed to be where we're following after his footsteps and doing what he wants us to do. God is righteous, and those who are born of him have the same nature that he has. But righteousness means more than that. Just right standing with God. It means more. It says, little children, we're going to go to, sorry, John, 1 John 3, 7. It says, little children, let no man deceive you. He who does righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. So, you know, it's up to us sometimes to, to uh, stop the person that's trying to make us um, be what we're not supposed to be. You know, they, nobody can make you do anything. It's your choice. You have a choice to do good or you have a choice to do bad. And the thing is with that, we have to make those cho- right choices. It says, John did not write these uh, statements to, to condemn us or to make people uh, feel bad. He simply states that those who are righteous on the inside have the power and the ability to act righteous and have righteousness. So we have that ability. When we accept Jesus as our personal Savior and we want to live after him and and follow after him, the thing is we are the ones that have to make the choices to do right or to do, you know, to do good. And sometimes, oh, but that the devil made me do it. <laughs> That's just a cop out. The devil didn't make you do anything. The thing is, you have a choice to say, I'm not going to do that and that's something that we have to make a choice. You know, God God wants us to be strong enough and to stand with him to be able to make that choice. It says in Ephesians, we're going to go to Ephesians, the second chapter and the 10th verse. For we are his workmanship, created in Jesus, sorry, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. So it's us that have to do the walking. It's not, it's not your friend 
Susie or Joe or any of them. It's yourself. You have to be able to learn to to re, to walk in that. It says we are not created by good works, but we were created for good works. We're supposed to do what God wants us to do. God drives us. He helps us in that the righteous of the holy nature that is within us and me to begin to manifest itself in all of our outward walk. That inward man, that 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 spirit of the Lord living within you, we should be able to walk in his footsteps. To not, I'm not saying that we're going to be uh, like, you know, great and great like he was, but the thing is we have the ability to do what he'd have us to do. It talks about in uh, Ephesians, the fifth chapter, it says, Be therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and has given himself for us an offering and sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. You know, when we worship God, that gives God a sweet-smelling savor. That that just that makes his heart just want to yearn and 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 walk after, you know. Say, Lord, you know, I just want to do what you'd have me to do in every area of my life. Is it abnormal for a righteous new creation to walk under the bondage of sin? We don't have to walk under the bondage of sin if we allow God to be first place in our life. God has made the way clear. For all believers to walk completely free from sin in their lives. Oh, now, somebody's saying, no, I sin daily. Well, we might sin daily, but we have the ability to make the right choices. We have the ability to say, no, I'm not going to do that. We have the ability when we're around people that are not serving God to, to be the light unto them and not, not be where you join in with them. Sometimes you have to go to family outings and stuff, and and you know sometimes you're you're you have people that maybe don't do the things that you do. But the thing is, you you need to be that light unto them to show them that you are what God wants you to be. Not that you're greater than them because you're not. The only thing difference between that person and you is the thing is you've been where you've accepted Jesus in your heart, and Jesus has took those sins away from you. And you have been made a new creature. Does that say that they can't have that? No, they can have the same thing that you have, but it's their choice. It's their choice if they want to do that or if they don't want to do that. That's where we need to start praying for our families and our friends <clears throat> to be where you would, we would have them to want to seek after God and to do the things of God, to be that, that Christian, you know, you know, so many times we say Christian. I, I I like the word believer because sometimes when we're a believer, we want to seek after God more so than just having the title of a Christian. There's so many people in the world that call themselves Christians and they're not even walking the way that Christ would have them to walk. We're going to go to First Peter, um, the first chapter, and it's verse 15. It says, but as he which has called you is holy, be ye holy in all manner of conversation. My footnote, so God is holy, so we are the, to be holy as well. 
to refer, it refers to the lifestyle. It's not talking, you know, when we get saved, the outward man's going to change. We are going to look different. But it's talking about that inward man, too. You're going to watch what you say. You're going to watch where you go. You're going to watch the words that come out of your mouth. You're going you're gonna to want to do things pleasing to God instead of doing the things maybe that you used to want to do. So it says, you know, think of that. But as he which has called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. Because it is written, be ye holy for I am holy. It says, God never gives a command to his people unless he has given you the ability to fulfill that command. Think about that. He's not going to ask you to do anything that he hasn't already equipped you to do. He's not going to tell you that you can, you can walk in without sin because you can. The thing God's word is right here in front of you. <clears throat> if you have something that you're questioning and you don't know if it's right or wrong, get in God's word. God's word will show you. Get down on your knees and let God lead you and guide you to what you know, what you're supposed to do. So God called the believers is for them to live holy lives free from sin and out of the bondage of sin. You know, he, he saved you from that bondage, but he has not left us alone. He has given every believer the ability to walk above sin and the sinful habits. Do you realize that? God has given you the ability to, to rise above those things, to, to say, no, I don't want to t- partake of those. No, I want to do what God has me to do. But you need to do it with the right spirit and not say, you know, make somebody feel. The thing is you show love. The new birth resulted in a new man, one that is not sinful. That new man is perfect. Now, do we make mistakes? Yes, we make mistakes. We have to get up and say, Lord, please forgive me. Because there's no perfect man living on earth right now. But but we're made in the image of God. God has enabled us to walk free from sin's power by putting to death the thing that was within us that drove us to want to, to sin. You know, when you accept Jesus as your personal Savior, your desires change, or they should. You should anyway. They should be where you want something greater. And by placing within us a powerful new nature, the work of the cross cleansed us from the guilt and the condemnation of sin. Jesus shed the blood that washed us clean from all the sin, all of our sin. It also removed the source of sin within us, the evil drive within us that made us slaves to sin was done away with on the cross. He took all that away when he drove when he got when he was on that cross. Knowing this that our old self, our old man was crucified with him that our bodies of sin might be done away with that we should no longer be slaves to sin, that the thing, the hope 
that enslaved us, you know, no more, that it doesn't, it's not there anymore. We don't have to worry about it. We don't have to be bound for hell anymore. In, in Galatians 2.20, I'm going to turn to that. Galatians 2.20, I can quote it, but I want to make sure I say it exactly right. It says, I am crucified with Christ. Hang on a minute here. Galatians 2.20. This is, this is a scripture that you can stand on. Because the thing is, it is Christ that's in us. Galatians 2.20, it says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, you're walking in this old fleshly body, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved and gave himself for me. He gave his life that we might walk in this life without sin. It's our choice. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. But the life that I live in this flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who saved me. Let's pray. Lord, we just love you. We thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord, that uh, our desires should be to want to serve you with our whole heart. Lord, our desires are to be where we walk fully in you, to go after the things of you. Lord, to lift you up in every area of our life that we might be pleasing to you on the things that we do and say. Lord, I ask you, Lord, just to help us, to guide us and direct us in our life to do the right thing and not the wrong thing. Lord, to go to the, to the right when we're not supposed to go to the left. Lord, whatever our footsteps are to do, Lord, that you will guide us and direct us in every way. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for that. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you're guiding our, our footsteps all the way as long as we allow you to guide us. Lord, that's the key when we allow you to guide us. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to today's message from the Flora Assembly of God at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. Sunday school is at 930 this morning, and Sunday morning worship service, including a children's sermon, begins at 1030. Join them for Wednesday evening Bible study at 7 p.m. Have a blessed day.